Radio surgery is surgery using radiation. It's the destruction of precisely selected areas of tissue using ionized radiation rather than excision with a blade. Welcome to the GW HealthCast. I'm Dr. Mike Smith, and today's topic, advances in radio surgery. My guest is Dr. Sherrod Goyle. Dr. Goyle is the chief of the GW Radiation Oncology Division at the GW Cancer Center and professor of radiology at the George Washington School of Medicine and Health Sciences and is affiliated with the George Washington University Hospital. Dr. Goyle, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. So I kind of, in my little teaser there, right, I, I, I gave a little definition. You can find that on anywhere on Google, a basic definition of radio surgery. But let's have the expert uh, yourself here just uh, help the audience understand exactly what is radio surgery. Okay. So um, just to give you a little bit of background, the concept of radio surgery was first described by a neurosurgeon named Lars Lexell in the 1950s. And he proposed radio surgery as an alternative to open brain surgery. And he was he proposed it to avoid doing brain surgery in patients that may be too sick to get brain surgery. And over time, radio surgery has emerged as a unique discipline involving surgeons, radiation oncologists, and physicists. <clears throat> the basic concept of uh, radio surgery relies on the principle of precisely delivering high doses of radiation therapy to a target. And that target is typically some form of cancer located either in the brain or the body. So let me let me ask you something with that. When you so right, you know, I, I know my listening audience. Right, the minute they hear high dose radiation, right, they get they get a little nervous. What does that really mean? Can you tell us what does that mean to them as a patient? Is that is the high dose controlled? When you say precise, what does that really mean? How is that high dose controlled? Okay, so that's that's a very good question. So <clears throat> when we talk about high doses of radiation. Um, I just like to, when I, when I talk about this with a patient, I like to give them the alternative, okay? And the alternative is having your brain cut into and having the risk of infection, having the risk of uh, having permanent weakness or paralysis from a brain surgery, okay? So radio surgery is an outpatient procedure. Uh, this procedure typically takes between 30 and 60 minutes, and patients who drive in can drive home. Uh, there's no downtime. They can go back to work immediately, and they typically feel quite well. <clears throat> Getting to your, uh, your point about uh, high doses of radiation and what that means to the patient, basically, uh, patients who are undergoing the treatment do not feel anything during the radiation. They are awake. They are, um, you know, conscious. And what they see or uh, experience is a machine that moves around them, delivering them the treatment. So the concept of radiosurgery stems from radiation therapy, and radiation therapy typically is a treatment where we deliver radiation therapy on a daily basis uh, over the course of six, seven, eight, or even nine weeks' time, okay? Mm -hmm. And so we give a little bit of radiation each day, and that the, the damage that the radiation does on a daily basis 
to the cancer builds up over time. Mm, and by okay. the end of the six or nine weeks, you know, the cancer is effectively eliminated. Right. <clears throat> Radio surgery is kind of a shift in that concept where instead of giving low-dose radiation over the course of many weeks, we're giving high-dose radiation over the course of one day or up to five days. Ah, okay. And that decision of one to five days is based on the location of the tumor, the type of tumor, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Does that mean, with, with those cases where high dose can be used for one or five days, does that mean, are, is one of the innovations here the, the, the ability to be much more precise in targeting, say, a tumor? Correct. And so... Um, Again, so the, the concept of radiosurgery has evolved over time, and currently in 2019, I mean, with the Im- types of imaging that we are able to offer patients, uh, you know, we have sub-millimeter accuracy when we deliver the radiation treatment. Wow. And those are innovations in imaging and innovations in uh, the delivery of the radiation therapy. Dr. Goyle, how has that, or in general, how has radiosurgery, in your opinion, then, um, how has it affected or changed cancer treatment and cancer outcome? Okay. So um, when we are able to offer patients radiosurgery, we're not trying to detract or take away from a patient that needs a surgery, okay? Uh, my thought is, and what I tell every single patient, is that nothing can beat a great surgery, okay? But if the surgery is going to leave the patient with permanent paralysis or or deficits, uh, like oxygen dependence, then they may not want to have surgery or surgery may not be indicated. So our treatment is uh, an adjunct to surgery. So there are many studies that have been done, and these are large studies taking hundreds or thousands of patients and giving half of them open surgery whether it's in the lung or prostate or brain, okay? And then the other half get radiosurgery, okay? And in those studies, the patients getting radiosurgery have the same outcome as patients getting Mm. open surgery, okay? There are many benefits to open surgery, uh, but in patients that either don't want open surgery or can't get an open surgery, we have a treatment option available to them. Well, that's interesting, Dr. Goy. Do you ever, you know, with those kind of um, studies, and I know probably more needs to be done, um, uh, more conclusions, more definite conclusions probably need to be drawn, and I get that. But with those kind of results, when you look at how how high-dose radiosurgery in particular can uh, be one to five days, uh, there's no, you're not cutting into anybody, there's less risk of infection and all that kind of stuff. And if the outcomes are just as good as that, as that traditional surgery, do you ever see in the future radio surgery kind of being the the first place to go? Oh, that's a very difficult question. <clears throat> so I, I may make it seem like radio surgery is the best thing since sliced bread. Okay, but <laughs> there are side effects of radiation, and um, you know we um, we typically do not offer radio surgery. Uh, or we, we tend to push patients towards open surgery um, in a variety of situations, okay? So number one, if they're young, okay? Uh, the reason mm-hmm. for that is uh, radiation therapy can cause cancer. So even though we're using radiation to kill cancer, 
okay, uh, you know, 10, 20, 30 years down the road, there may be a 1% or 2% risk of that patient developing a second cancer. So if that patient, if that young patient has a long life expectancy, we will be pushing oh, them yeah. to undergo an open surgery. Gotcha. So that's one example. Um, so, you know, each patient is different. Um, I do feel that radiosurgery does have a place in the battle against cancer. Uh, it will never replace surgery. Gotcha. And so speaking of the future of, of radiosurgery, like what, where do you see this type of treatment going? What, what's on the horizon in terms of innovation? Okay, that's a very good question. So, so there are several things that um, are here or will be, will be coming down the pike. And so one is uh, a machine uh, that uses uh, an MRI to help guide radiation therapy. So you can use this for standard radiation treatment, or you can use it for radiosurgery. So imagine if you can get a, a very high-quality MRI image that helps you target the tumor. And then on the day of the treatment, we can take another MRI, and we can better assess where that tumor is at that day, whether it's grown or whether it's moved or if it's close to another organ, we can change our radiation delivery to either maximize more dose to the tumor and minimize radiation to the surrounding organ. So other um, advents in radiosurgery include uh, basically uh, modifications on existing systems to, be, uh, to help the radiation be more accurate. And that's and that's really you know it's interesting, Doctor Goya. When you, you it, it seems a lot of this is coming down to really controlling where that radiation is going, right? And and, and if we can more and more get it, it, you know improve that precision, that seems to be where the power of radiosurgery lies, right? Because if I can give a higher dose and I'm not, it's not hitting any other surrounding organs, that means I have a better chance of killing that cancer, less chance of damage to organs and maybe those future cancers, right? So is that really, it's, it's becoming precise. Is that kind of where you think most of the research is, is, is heading towards? So, um, so yes, okay. There is another angle to radiosurgery, okay, and that's the concept of targeting a, a tumor in one part of your body, and then seeing a response in other tumors in other parts of your body that were not treated with radiation, okay? And mm-hmm. that is a concept that has to deal with how radiation modulates the immune response in a patient. Ah, so okay. basically, if I target a tumor in a patient's lungs, that will help stimulate their immune system to ramp up and their immune system will help target any cancer cells that may be in other parts of the body, okay? So right. something that, that, that many investigators are looking at nationally and internationally is combining radiation therapy uh, with combinations of immunotherapy. So mm-hmm. immunotherapy are drugs that also help ramp up your immune system. Right. 
That's very, very interesting, isn't it, Dr. Goyle? It's that, it's that concept, that idea that a little bit of stress is actually good in some ways, right? It's a whole class of study called hormesis, and, and that's a very interesting maybe uh, a future positive benefit of radio surgery. You know, Dr. Goyle, this has been a fascinating conversation. So just to kind of summarize for the audience, what would you like them to know about radio surgery? So um, radio surgery is a, a cancer treatment where we are able to deliver high doses of radiation in one to five treatments. This treatment is equivalent to open surgery, whether it's brain surgery or lung surgery, um, for many different types of cancer. And it is a non-invasive uh, outpatient procedure, typically uh, taking 30 to 60 minutes a day. And uh, we offer it to patients in conjunction with surgeons and medical oncologists. Uh, we typically make decisions as a multidisciplinary group, and we try to offer patients the most tailored approach to their treatment. Right. Fantastic summary, Dr. Goyle. I want to thank you for the work that you're doing, and also thank you for coming on the show today. You're listening to the GW HealthCast. Please visit gwdocs.com to get connected with Dr. Goyle or another provider or call 1-888-4GW-DOCS to schedule an in-person or virtual appointment. I'm Dr. Mike Smith. Thanks for listening.